Hello and welcome to the Study Apply Thrive Podcast. I am Vita Cash, your host, and I am so glad you're here. This week, we're going to just focus on one passage of scripture that I want you to study and apply so that you can thrive in every area of your life. So go ahead and grab a cup of tea, your journal, a pen and a Bible or your electronic note taker or whatever you have. And let's get into the word of God. Greetings, ladies. Today, we're going to study and apply Luke chapter 1, verse 28. But before we get there, I want to reiterate why I have this podcast, what God has called me to do, and why I believe it's very important to you. The name of the podcast is Study, Apply, Thrive, because God has given me an assignment to help you study and apply the Word of God so that you can thrive in every area of life. And it is my desire and my goal not to entertain you, not to make you feel like, oh, I heard a good word, but to hear instruction from the word of God, that if you study and apply it, that you can see the manifestation of that word in your life. And so before we get to Luke chapter one, I want to just give you something from uh, Acts chapter 10, because it's important for you to understand how studying the word of God works, how you can successfully and appropriately apply it to your life so that you can get the fruit, the signs, the wonders, the miracles, the results, the manifestation and everything else that you need. So in Acts chapter 10, and we're going to read verse 28, I'm sorry, verse 34. And this is not our study of Plathrive verse for the week, but I need to give you a little bit of background before we get there. We're going to read verse 34, and I'm going to read it from the Message Bible, but you've heard it and you're very familiar with it in the King James. It's Peter talking, and in the King James, he says, but I declare God is no respecter of persons. But here in the Message Translation, it reads this way. It says, Peter fairly exploded with his good news. It's God's own truth. Nothing could be plainer. God plays no favorites. It makes no difference who you are or where you come from. If you want God and are ready to do as he says, the door is open. The message he sent to the children of Israel that through Jesus Christ, everything is being put together again. Well, he's doing it everywhere among everyone. And the reason that we're reading this is because when you begin to put the scriptures together, you can begin to see how it's applicable to anybody who has accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And you can begin to do something that I call making fair parallels. And that means if you see God doing something for someone in the word of God, and if you see God doing something for someone in your community, in your church, in your neighborhood, in your place of employment, then that means that if God is willing to do that for someone else, he's willing to do it for you. And that's what Peter is excited about here. It says that he fairly exploded with this good news. And he says, this is a truth, an absolute truth that God has no favorites and everything that he said to the children of Israel, he's doing everything. He's doing it everywhere among everyone And if you keep reading, you can add the disclaimer, everyone who is a believer. So if you see healing in the word of God, it can be yours. If you see prosperity in the word of God, it can be yours. If you see peace and joy in the word of God, it can be yours 
uh, forward movement, forgiveness, anything that you see God doing in the life of anybody else, it can absolutely be yours. And so I needed to share that with you before we read Luke chapter one, because we're going to be talking about Christmas season and how I want you to prepare for Christmas season. And I know that some of you are pure, uh, historic purists and you feel like, well, Christmas isn't, there's no way that Jesus was born in, in December because it couldn't have been cold outside. And this, and you have all these reasons. Some of them are valid. Some of them are not. So let's just clear something up from the very beginning. It is very unlikely that Jesus was born on December 25th, but that really doesn't matter because we're not celebrating the date or the day. We're celebrating the recognition of the birth of our Lord and Savior into the earth. So whether he was actually born on December 25th or not, doesn't matter because we've just chosen that particular day to celebrate something so significant that the perfect lamb, the perfect sacrifice, what gives us the right to the throne of God, what gives us the the ability to go into God's presence on our own without a mediator, what gives us the blood that gave us right to healing, deliverance, and it says that greater works shall we do. We're celebrating the birth of that sacrifice, the birth of our Lord, the birth of the lamb. And so the day doesn't really matter. It's the significance of the birth that we're celebrating. And so when you think about it from that perspective, that I'm celebrating that God delivered the precious lamb of God into the earth on that day. And that's the day that the beginning of uh, being uh, cursed by sin ended, to be cursed with illness ended, generational curses ended when he began his earthly ministry. And we know that on the cross, it says, it, he said it is finished because his work was finished. So the day that he was born was when it began, when that process began rather. But the day that he was on the cross, he said it is finished. And because it's finished, we now can just apply Acts chapter 10 when Peter says, God has no favorites. Anything that I see God doing in the word, anything that I see God doing in the lives of other people, I can receive it for myself. And so as you prepare to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I want you to get a different mindset about what we're celebrating, because then that will shift the way that you prepare for that celebration. For many women, and we, whether you uh, be a babe in Christ or a mature believer, the Christmas holiday season can be stressful. And I only said holiday because we're celebrating Christmas and we're celebrating New Year's. And so it's like all one big season together. It can be very stressful because you're thinking about purchasing gifts or you're thinking about, do you want to purchase gifts? Or you're thinking about what you're going to serve and decorating cookies and wrapping gifts. And you have so many uh, festivities to go to. You have a holiday party at your office. You have your hosting family at your home or your cousin is hosting something and you're trying to decide if you really want to go. And then in addition to spending additional money on Christmas things, you also have your regular financial obligations that you want to be sure you have balance there. And so for so many people, it can be stressful. And then for other people, it can be a time of renewed grief because we think about family members during the Christmas season and it causes us to sometimes think about the family members who are no longer here with us. But I want you to take Luke chapter one 
and allow what the angel said to Mary as she was preparing for, we're preparing for the celebration of the birth. She was preparing for the birth of Jesus. But look what the angel said to her. And if God can do it for her because he's no respecter of persons, he can do it for us. We can draw a fair parallel in the word of God and apply it to our lives. And in Luke chapter one, verse 28, it says, and the angel came unto her and said, Hell, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed and highly f- and blessed art thou among women. Let me read that again. And the angel came unto her and said, Hell, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. So there were a lot of things that needed to be done to prepare Mary to deliver Jesus, to prepare her for the reality and the magnitude of what she was called to do, to prepare her for the weight and the significance of his ministry, her upcoming marriage, because she was already um engaged to Joseph and all the things that were going to happen. There were a lot of things that needed to happen. You can imagine, should we go on with the marriage? Should we postpone the marriage? Do we tell people this is God's baby? Do we don't tell people because it might sound crazy? Like all the things I have to do with, but look at what God focuses on with her first. Of all the things that he needed to do to prepare Mary, the first thing he does is establishes her standing with him. He doesn't tell her where to go buy a house. He doesn't tell her how to break the news to Joseph. He doesn't tell her any of those things. He later in the verse tells her what to name the baby. But the first thing he does is he establishes her identity or her standing with him. And he does it in three things, in three ways. He says, number one, thou art highly favored. Number two, the Lord is with you. And number three, Blessed are you among women. And so as he's preparing her for the Christmas season, he's preparing her for the birth of Jesus. He's preparing you to celebrate the birth of Jesus. He wants you to do it with the mindset of your establishment in him who you are in him, your identity in him, so that you're not getting stressed out and all those things, buying gifts or don't buy gifts, it doesn't matter. Put up a tree or don't put up a tree, doesn't matter. Decorate the front porch, don't decorate the front porch, doesn't matter. Go to the holiday party, don't go to the holiday party. None of those things matter. But this season should be a reminder to you of how much God loves you and how much he cares about you First of all, because he sent the Savior into the world, John says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but shall have everlasting life. But then he says three things to you. He says that you are favored. He says highly favored that he is with you. That means two things, that he's partnering with you and that he's also your chaperone. You think about children needing a chaperone to go to the playground or go on a field trip. That chaperone is there to be sure that everybody remains safe, everybody remains on track, and everybody is where they're supposed to be. So when you see God is with you, it means that he's there chaperoning your life and that he's also partnering with you. He's there with you. He's with you. He's with you. And then last, he said that you are blessed. And blessed means empowered to prosper. So I don't want you going to the Christmas season with all 
all these lists of groceries and hosting and and all these tasks put up a tree put down a tree make ornaments make cookies decorate cookies gingerbread all those things are great but if they're pulling you away from your true identity of who you are that you're blessed that you are partnering with God, that your life is being chaperoned by God and that you're highly favored. I want you for a moment to put those things aside, to get yourself still before the Lord and allow him to minister to you so that your heart can be prepared to truly celebrate. I don't want you to get to Christmas day exhausted. Like I'm so glad this is finally here and I can finally rest. If you're doing it that way, you're doing it wrong. I want Christmas morning and your home brilliant women to be a true day of celebration. And I want you to reflect on all of the things that Jesus' blood has won for you, all of the things that his broken body has obtained for you, everything that it means for you. So I want you to meditate on this scripture, Luke chapter one, verse 28, and just allow it to be so real for you. Remembering that God doesn't have any favorites, that he doesn't favor Mary more than he favors you, that favors you and that you are blessed, that you're favored and that God is with you. I want you to study this scripture. I want you to write it down. I want you to memorize it. I want you to meditate on it. I want you to imagine seeing yourself walking in it. I want you to just absorb and attach this identity to you. I want you to study it. I want you to apply it by seeing yourself walking in it and then by sharing it with someone else. And when you study and apply this word, you will absolutely thrive. We're going to have an absolutely wonderful Christmas season. We are so blessed and highly favored. God is with us. And so we can't allow anything else outside of that paradigm to get us off of our game or make us forget who we are. God is with you. You are blessed and you are favored. Thank you for hanging out with me. I look forward to seeing you on this Sunday at Flow Church at live.flow-church.tv. Again, that's live-flow-church.tv. Make sure that you're plugged into a study group because there are so many fun things happening. And I know that we have our services on Sunday are virtual, but we have so many opportunities throughout the week for you to have in-person connections or over-the-phone connections or virtual um, video connections with other people. We want to connect with you. We are a community of believers. We're a faith community and it's a wonderful community. So I want you to absolutely plug in. I want you to subscribe to this podcast and then share it with like 10 or 20 friends because we need more women who know how to study and apply the word of God so that they can thrive. We can change our families. We can change our communities. We can change um, the place of employment that God has called us to when we are walking in the full authority that God has given us. You are a brilliant woman because you have the light and wisdom of Christ on the inside of you. Have a wonderful day. Continue to study and apply the word of God. I love you.